Right Podcast, a weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration of America. I'm your host, Jerry Ewald, Chief Marketing Officer for Restoration of America. And today we are blessed to have with us a first-time guest, Kimberly Fletcher, founder and president of Moms for America, an organization empowering moms to promote the principles of freedom, free markets, and limited government that will protect our God-given liberties for future generations. Kimberly, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, we love, at Restoration America, we love freedom fighting moms and uh, Moms for America is at the forefront of that. So we're super excited. But if, for those who don't know you and your organization, just, just give us a, a brief overview of who you are and what you guys do. Sure. So um, I am a mom. It's <laughs> just a mom. That's the three most powerful words in the English language these days. Um, I founded the organization in 2004 in Dayton, Ohio, because I was very concerned for the direction that our nation was going. And it, and it kind of started with, with it did actually start with 9-11. My husband was stationed at the Pentagon on 9-11. And through a series of literal miracles, he came home safe that day. And that was the day I went from being patriotic to being a patriot. And I didn't get enough information, America's history and heritage, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence. I just became like this sponge and realized that we have been denied our history and our heritage. And a lot of the things that we should have learned in school were not. And I, there were all these moms out there who didn't know. And we were entrusting our children to the public school system, thinking that they were getting the same principles and values that we were nurturing at home and realized that we are not. And so I, I founded the organization to empower and support moms. And that's kind of our mission, empower moms, promote liberty, and raise patriots. We have over 500,000 moms now in all 50 states. And we are a national movement of moms reclaiming our culture for truth, family, freedom, and the Constitution. Well, I, I love what you just said. You, you went from being patriotic to a patriot. And that's so true. I mean, we all, ha we all need to do that right now. And I love 2004, right? When you think about where we're at today, I mean, you, you were way ahead of the game. And I look at this and how many people are waking up to how, the attack our children are under. And you've been, you've been awake since 2004. So that's, that's really impressive. Well, yeah, it's been since 2001. So, <laughs> but, but you know what? I realized when I, when I look at moms and I hear what they say and, and what their concerns are, I remember being that mom 25 years ago, you know, or 20 years ago, 25 years ago, when I, I didn't know anything about how the election system worked. I didn't know yeah. about precincts or where to register to vote or anything like that. My, my parents always voted Republican. So I thought, okay, I'll just go in and check all the R's and, and realize that, you know, if you're not voting in a primary election, you're not really having a voice. And I mean, I didn't know any of those things. And I, I remember being at a town hall meeting in 2001, a friend had invited me to, and he asked, um, the person who was speaking was asking about representation. It was a, it was a discussion about taxes. And he was asking, uh, you know, how many congressmen that we had in Virginia, where I was living at the time. And I raised my hand and I said, well, I don't know how many congressmen we have, but I know how many senators we have. And everybody in the room just laughed. And I was like, ha, 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 what I miss? So I, I went home and I told my husband what happened. And I was like, what did I, what did I miss? And he said, um, honey, every state has two senators. I was like, wait a minute, why don't I know this? Why didn't I learn this in school? And I just I just felt like we had to have this insurgence of, you know, what is America about? Because if we don't understand what it is that we have, then we have no idea that it's worth fighting for. 
And, and that's really what we do when we empower moms is we help them realize what the true story of America is, uh, our history, our heritage, what, what your rights are, where they come from, and how to effectively exercise them. And we do that largely through our Cottage Meeting Project, which is um, our signature program. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like Tupperware for Liberty. <laughs> and we promote those principles of liberty and the Constitution in a way that resonates with moms. And that is what's getting them excited and not just angry when they show up with these things that are happening, but empowered and effective, whether the battle is in the school board or it's nurturing liberty in their home or standing up on the public square on a national level. We do all of those things and it's amazing. It's just amazing to see how this mighty movement of moms it has, has been engaging in our culture and, and in the political square as well. Well, your, your experience back in 2001, right, is, is a very similar experience that I think a lot of us are, are having right now where you think you know everything about the government and things that are going on, but you really don't. And as you life happens and all the things that go on, especially being a mom, you're so busy, but you're not paying attention to what's happening to the government. But so that's where your website, you know, uh, Moms for America, has it's a treasure trove of information on the Constitution, what it means to be a patriot, what freedom means. Uh, it's it's truly amazing, and, and I think you're just speaking now to your signature program, which is the, the Cottage Meeting Series. Tell me a little bit more about what that is. Well, it's really cool because uh, this is something that moms already know how to do. Women know how to do this. We've been to a, a home party or hosted a home party. And so it's, it's this idea of bringing your friends and family neighbors together in your home. And most of the cottage meetings have a, an average of about nine women who attend and they just we have a presentation that is uh, tw there are 12 of them and they are relatable to moms we, we tie in the principle with what's happening in our current environment and we also do them online so you can mm -hmm. do them online with with us on in, in a live setting on zoom or you can download the presentations that have already been recorded and so it's we make it really easy for you to be able to to learn these things and and be connected as a community but holding them in your homes we always encourage people you know connect with people in your own community because that's where you change things it isn't in washington it's in your own backyard and they have become so in, in excited within like the second or third presentation they're like oh my gosh what should we be reading what can we be doing and they're running for office they're getting involved in in public policy they're starting liberty kids camps they're, but the most important thing that they're doing is they're promoting that love of liberty in their home through their sphere of influence and with their vote. They're getting registered and they're voting. And that's huge. If, if that's all they do is promote that love of liberty in their home and vote their values on election day, that is a huge impact on our country and culture because most of the conservative women of faith in our country aren't voting. And, and a good portion of them aren't even registered to vote. So we're changing that because their voice, their vote is their voice for their values. And we tell them if your vote, if you're not voting, your voice isn't heard, your values aren't represented, and you're going to get more of the same thing. And so now they're just like, okay, how do I do it? And so we created our mom vote project so that they could get registered and have the information to to vote and be able to vote their values with confidence. Everything that we've created has kind of stemmed from that cottage meeting setting where they ask us questions. Yeah. Well, how do you do this? How do you do that? And it, it's pretty remarkable. They're having a, a huge impact in, in everything that they do. 
you know, as, as I hear you describe the, the program, what I, what I think of is it's like a Bible study, right? So you think about people getting together in small groups or Bible studies to, to learn the Bible and, and, and be able to implement that in their daily lives. You're, you're trying to implement maybe something similar uh, for the country and getting patriotic and understanding what this country means to us and why we need to fight so much to keep it. And, and if we can get as many people passionate about this as you are, I mean, that's a huge win. Go out and vote. It's fantastic. It, it is. And we need those moms voting. And I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, I could just give you some examples of what's come from these women participating in this in this cottage meeting. We have a mom in New Jersey who felt compelled to write a curriculum for teaching sex education on an abstinence-based level, but in a very unique way. It's so unique that they didn't even realize, the school didn't even realize that it was like an abstinence program. It, it was just a common sense program and the school adopted it. Um, several other school districts have adopted it in her in her area in New Jersey. Um, that was just, we were like, wow. And now we've put that curriculum up on our website, letting people know you can do this too. Um, then there's the, the school board. So we have moms showing up at school board meetings and, and reading what their children are being exposed to. And uh, we had some moms who were actually, uh, lots of moms who have their micro phones turned off you can't say this here um, to the point where some of them are even handcuffed by police and pulled out of the meeting and their whole thing is well it's on tv and you can't watch it um you, so i was like what so i met with john rich um yes the country singer in january and he had this great idea with the fcc standard and so he tried to pass it in tennessee and it wouldn't pass and so I said, you know what, Texas legislature is, is in this year. This is their on year. Uh, let's take it there. So here's the basic gist of it. It's the, we're calling it the FCC standard bill. If you cannot show it on TV and you cannot air it on the radio, you cannot have it in the classroom. And that takes away that, you know, educational protection from these people who are literally shoving pornography down our kids' throats. Planned Parenthood, who's creating this curriculum and putting it in the classroom. And when moms understand what it is that, that we are up against, then they don't look at the people on the school board like they're enemies uh, until they realize who, who might be the enemies. They, they realize that most of the school board members and teachers, they also don't agree with this. And so we are creating a relationship with them. And one of the big projects we're working on right now is we are actively seeking out and recruiting and training moms and grandmas to serve as school district ambassadors in every one of the 13,452 school districts in the country. That will be, they will be the, the counter voice to everything the unions and the associations are pushing on us. And they will be able to create a, relationship, a relational network between the teachers, the parents, and the school board members who are opposed to this. And I promise you there are way more of us than there are of them. Well, this is a, this is a great way to combat the wokeism that we're seeing in school board level. So if you have, if you have a, a child that's in public school, I mean, this is a fantastic way. I mean, you, not only do you, do you train people to, to run for school board, but you're working on an ambassador program to get even people not involved in the school board get involved in the local community. And that is your closest community, really. I mean, aside from your home and your family, that school district is the closest community. And and the importance of the I cannot I cannot overestimate the importance of the school districts because I hear people who like moms who homeschool say, Well, that doesn't affect me or people whose children are raised are like, Well, I don't have children in the school and I'm like, wait a second, you don't understand. 
a school district determines the entire economic and cultural makeup of that community. We need to be involved. That's where our money is going. That's who's raising the next generation, unfortunately. You know, they're, they're not supporting us anymore. We have entrusted our children to a system that is no longer supporting us or our values or even the American values and principles that our nation was founded on that made us the freest, most prosperous nation on earth. So when you have people who are a whole system that is teaching your children to hate their country, hate their neighbors, hate themselves and completely disregard and marginalize their parents, we are in a very difficult place. And we need to make sure that we are at least as much influence in our children's lives as the, the world is. And I know, I know for a fact that we have um, school board members and even superintendents who have come up to us, our moms in different places and said in quiet whispering, thank you for being here. It's making a difference and we stand with you. So it's, it's kind of nice to see the, the, all the groups coming together and standing up for, for truth and decency in a time when the exact opposite is being propelled on us. Well, let's talk about how you continue to develop uh, generations to come. So you have um, a new program, it's called uh, Young Women of America. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Let's start reviving this uh, idea of motherhood, restoring the the the, the mother motherhood as a as an ideal and something to aspire to. So we've started Future Moms for America, and we have two of our actually my daughter and our vice president's daughter. It was their idea to start this, and they're actually the ones that said, "Well, we should call it Future Moms for America, not not Young Women for America." And we're like. Okay, so we're actually going to be um, speaking at uh, Charlie Kirk's event. He has a big young women's summit coming up in June in uh, Texas, and we are going to be speaking on stage, and the topic is going to be restoring motherhood. And it's so important that we do that because these girls, you know, they're taught, they're, the whole world is is telling them don't do that don't you know right. don't waste your time right. getting married if you do fine but don't have children you wait right. because it's just it's just a pull on society and you you can't be a a real uh you know impact on your community if you're just staying home being a mom or you know and and what mom stays home and the idea of a stay home mom is so ludicrous i mean even moms who are not working outside the home we are actively engaged in so many things in church and community and taking our kids here and there and so that just, there, there yeah. should not be a word called stay home mom because i don't think there is such a thing but what it what the big thing is is our perspective and focus and we're not telling these girls go out get married and have children although it's not a bad idea, um, but we want them to know that motherhood is something you can absolutely aspire for, and that is the highest calling. No matter what else we do, that's the highest calling we'll have. It is the most important thing we'll ever do and the greatest act of patriotism that we will ever perform for our country because we are literally raising the future of America and what our country will look like in 10, 20 years from now. We're deciding it in our own homes today, and if we don't like what we see, we have the power to turn it around, and that's what we want to encourage these young girls to know. Well, I, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. There, there, as a woman, there's no higher calling than to be a mother, right? For God to bless you with children and to take care of them, I mean, we're, we're just borrowing them, right? They're God's children. And, um, you know, to, to be able to have that honor to take care of them and, and raise them the right way, it's such a hard job. I, I, I told you I have a... I have kids myself, and um, there's no harder job than the mom in the house, no doubt about that. I think trying to convince a two-year-old of anything is a much more, uh, a much higher challenge than, than trying to get something pushed to accomplish. <laughs> 
It's so, it's so true. It's so true. Well, we're, um, I mean, you guys are doing some great work there too. We had, uh, we actually had one of your ambassadors, Macy Petty, uh, on our show in the past. And I know she's fighting very hard for, uh, the integrity of women's sports and not allowing biological males, uh, in, in sports. And so, you know, we, we just saw a, a recent win, right? The world athletics council decided to ban biological males in, in women's sports. So what are your thoughts on that? That was, of course, it was like finally common sense. But I have to tell you, in a world where there is no common sense anymore, we were so thrilled that there was an organization who stood up against the crowd and said, oh, okay, maybe the emperor really is naked and maybe we should <laughs> readdress this and put some clothes on the dude. Um, I, I mean, that's one of the things we, we tell moms all the time. If you want to be able to fight the culture, you fight it with your children. And we've given them a list of books. You should read these books every day. And one of them is the emperor's new clothes. If we can help our children to understand common sense, then we will step in and say, no, this is not okay. Um, and it'll change. But right now we have to hold the line and everything that we do um, from Nancy to uh, um, Riley Gaines and several of the other uh, young women that we've worked with who have been in this situation and mothers, mothers who have come to us just completely upset because their children are being, their daughters in high school and middle school are being put in the same locker rooms and bathrooms with boys and making them feel very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And th this whole idea of confusing our children, I mean, we are taking away their identity as, as who they are. We're, we're, God is not a God of confusion and, and chaos. And that is exactly what they're creating. And the everything that they're doing from women's sports to, you know, this, this gender identity confusion in classrooms and schools, it is causing these kids to lose their identity to the point where they're trying to fill a hole that has mm. been left. I mean, what is their greatest identity? They're children of God, they're children of a family and they're citizens of the greatest country on earth. We've taken all those things away from them, trying to make them wrong and bad and and they're lost and the suicide rate has gone up especially among young boys the depression i mean I, I don't know if you've seen jesus revolution but i encourage people to see it like 20 times because there's a great the whole thing is wonderful but there's there's a part in the in the movie where the the hippie pastor is telling the you know the older pastor um who my people who who my people are you want to know who my people are they're a lost group they are searching for all the right things in all the wrong places. And that's what's happening. They've taken away their identity and now they're trying to shove a new identity in inside them and, and it's 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 causing mass chaos. So when you can have a win, like an organization at that level saying, we're not gonna allow this anymore. We've had a lot of wins across the states and, and fantastic, I, I that's just amazing, every win that we've had. But that one, that one was a huge, huge win. It, it is a big win. And uh, you, you, the key phrase you said is, our God is not a God of confusion. And that's exactly what the society is doing right now is they're confusing everybody on purpose, obviously. And it takes strong patriotic pe patriots, not patriotic, patriots, because they actually got to do something. And I, I love, again, I love what you're doing in your organization. There's many great organizations out there, uh, but empowering moms, empowering the family to stand up for what's right. And that's exactly what you're doing. So I, I, I again, we, we applaud you for everything that you're doing in your organization. What can we do to support you guys? 
Well, I would just like to reach as many moms as possible. I mean, we, like I said, we have over 500,000 moms across the country. We need 5 million. <laughs> and I know they're there. There's an army of moms out there who a lot of them are still lost and hungry and trying to find a place where they can feel like they're a part of something. And I, I want those moms out there to know that you have the power to literally turn this culture around in one generation, to hold the line right now, simply by being who you are. And there is only one place on the planet where we have the ability to make a difference right now, not down the road, but right now. And that's in the home and the mother is the center of the home. Home is the center of society. So I would just get the word out, encourage every mom out there, everyone listening. If, if you know someone, you have friends, everybody's got a mom, everybody's got a neighbor, friends, reach out and tell them Moms for America is here for you. This is a national network. It is, a, it is kind of like a family and we're connecting in every state and every community and across the nation to support each other. And we need that now more than ever. Well, Kimberly, you, you just lit a fire. And uh, you know, if, if we can get like a, a couple more people with uh, burning a fire half as bright as yours, uh, our country will be in much better shape. So again, thank you for all that you're doing uh, in, in the fight and, and may God continue to bless you and strengthen you in the fight ahead. So thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. All right, well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting conservative media. And don't ever forget that by working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. Until next week, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without the liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe by texting FIRST RIGHT to 30161. That's FIRST RIGHT, all caps, one word, to 30161.